Today I'm looking at some quick tips for self-confidence. How do we become more confident as individuals? In my work as a coach, I work with all sorts of people, people within organisations, uh, entrepreneurs, people who've set up their own businesses, sole traders, and generally it doesn't matter how outwardly successful they are. Once I start working with them as their coach, they start talking about how they feel that they lack confidence. Outwardly, these people often seem really, really self-assured, really confident. They seem, I mean, if anybody saw them walking into a room, you'd think, gosh, that's somebody who believes in themselves, has a healthy dose of self-esteem. They really know what they're doing, or so it seems from the outside. They seem to know where they're going. But as soon as they sit down and start talking about um, what's going on for them and their aspirations and the challenges that get in the way, they tell me about all their doubts and anxieties, their concerns around just waiting to be found out as if what they're doing is actually no good, they're just getting away with it, and that the confidence in what they're doing just isn't there. This is known also as imposter phenomenon, and actually at the root of that is very often a lack of confidence, a lack of self-belief. I mean, these successful people are just worried that somebody's going to find out that they're faking it, they really worry about being exposed as someone who doesn't know what they're doing and really shouldn't be doing what they're doing. When I question them further about how they got the job, about all their past successes, what their experiences, the roles they've had, the relationships they've built, they've actually got plenty of good evidence that they know what they're doing, that they really deserve to be where they are. Yes, of course, there'll have been mistakes and things that didn't work out so well. They're human beings. But if you look at that a bit more closely, they usually realise that they learnt from these situations and moved on. And with that knowledge, it really should be helping build their confidence further instead of dwelling on what didn't go right. As I said, many of them think that they're there thanks to some sort of fluke, that it was pure luck and absolutely nothing to do with any talent or skill that they might have. And living with this self-doubt, and you might, um, this might resonate with you as well, you might be thinking, yeah, I feel that, that's something that I find challenging. It can be very, very stressful, can't it? Because you never feel that your feet are firmly on the ground that you properly belong because you're always thinking, um, I'm missing something. Somebody's going to find me out. I'm, this is going to fall apart at any moment. And that waiting to be found out can mean that you feel that you've got to deliver 150%, that you've got to do it so much better than everyone else, that you've got to put more in, work longer hours, um, just in case you're caught out. And coaching can really, really help turn this lack of self-belief around. Most people don't stop to think what's holding them back. 
they'll just feel that there's something that's not quite right, that they're not fulfilling their potential. They'll quickly say, well, I'm just not a confident person and they'll carry on with what they're doing. And this belief that they're not confident becomes their sort of raison d'etre. It becomes what defines them and they live by it. And that door to confidence is never opened. So working with a coach means that you get the opportunity to sit down, to find the space, to set aside everything else and examine more closely and really question, actually, is this idea that I'm not very confident true? What's it based on? And then once we've started talking about that, it's easier to put together some steps, a plan that will help change the belief that you're not a confident person and help you become a person who feels at ease and confident. There are lots of things that you can do with an individual on your own without a coach also to help you find ways of building confidence. So here are a few tips for doing that. Firstly, say it out loud and work out why. Sometimes just coming out and admitting to being underconfident can be the start. It's identifying what was it, what is that feeling that makes things feel less than great? What is holding you back? What's making you have these feelings of dread? By saying it out loud and saying, I just don't feel confident, and then by questioning why, you start to realise that this is holding you back, you've identified what it is. And that makes life and work a bit harder, doesn't it? Having that lack of confidence, making you dread so many things, when actually you could be celebrating some successes. It makes accepting praise really difficult, because you just don't think you deserve it. And so in a short time, you can start pinpointing why this is. Why do you feel you're not worthy of praise? Why do you feel you lack confidence, that you don't have the skills, that you're not good enough? Sometimes the, th the belief that you're not good enough can come from comments from your past. It could have been a teacher, a parent, a peer group. And you might have taken it on board as a rule. And very often those individuals didn't actually mean it, didn't want you to take it in that way. It might have been a throwaway line. They might have said it to lots of people and you've interpreted it in that way. You've attached that meaning to it. So question it, challenge it. Think, is there something that have made me think like this? Where did the story start that made you think, I'm not confident? So think about it, say it out loud and work out why. Where's this coming from? Number two, ask yourself, what's the alternative? Lots of us believe that if you're open about your achievements and talents, if you're a confident person, then you might come across as arrogant. And therefore, we actually don't give ourselves permission to be confident because we think that equals arrogance and we don't want to be arrogant. There is an alternative to this. There's a halfway mark, there's a balance, isn't there? On one end, there's confident, assertive, but still you have a humility about you. And on the other end, you might have huge arrogance. So aiming for that balanced view, tell yourself you can do it. You can be honest about your talents, but you don't have to come across as big headed. 
Think of it a bit as your own personal PR. Be honest. Let people know that you can do stuff, that you are capable. You don't have to shove it in their faces. You don't have to talk about it all the time. Remembering that people make snap decisions about you. And if you're humble and self-depreciating, they won't question it. They'll just accept it as truth and think, okay, so they said they're not very good at doing X or Y and therefore they're not. If you're a bit more assertive and you tell stories about how something went well, that there was a good result, that you put some work in and it worked out well, then they will take that as the truth and they'll think of you as the person who can do that. So it is possible to do it with humility. There's an alternative to coming across as arrogant. Number three, write it down. I talk a lot about writing things down because very often the stuff in our heads can just go on a loop and by writing it down we start making sense of it. We can start looking at it with a different perspective. So if you're worried about a specific event or situation and you feel you might fail, you might be exposed, that it just will be totally uncomfortable, you want to avoid it, write it down. Write down why. And as you write down these reasons, some of them you'll realise are completely unfounded and that you can challenge them and go, that's just a script, that's just a belief that I have. I've been following that without question. I can set that aside. There might be some reasons that are valid, of course. And then you can ask yourself, well, can I do something about that? It might be that you just don't feel you know enough about that subject. So how could you become more informed? Could you improve something? Is there a way of getting some feedback or advice? Is there some training? Is there some reading you could do? Your confidence will grow naturally as a result of doing this, of course, because you're widening your knowledge and you will feel more confident for doing that. Next, and this is linked to writing it down, ask for feedback. Approach someone you trust. Ask them, what do you think? Do you think I could have done it better? Do you think I could change something? Be really open and think of it as learning. Here you can explore the pitfalls. You can seek ways of addressing them. You can then reduce those thoughts that everything is going to fail because you're preparing. And preparation really, really helps if there's an event that you're really worried about. Just accepting you can't do something means you'll just stay there with the underconfident narrative. So share it. Ask for a second opinion. Listen to the feedback. And when the feedback is positive, believe it. Take it on board. Next tip celebrate your achievements. It's very easy to just keep on setting the next challenge. And if you're not very confident, you'll just think, well, I've just got to keep on going and prove myself. So when something does go well, you complete a project, you might set yourself a challenge, it might be a difficult conversation, you might be stepping out of your comfort zone. You might reach your goal. Whatever it is, it can be small or large. Make sure you take time to congratulate yourself for a moment. And why not tell someone how proud you are of what you've done? Again, you can do that in a non-arrogant way, can't you? We're all too quick to move on to the next challenge, especially if we don't have confidence and we're trying to prove ourselves and be the best, work the hardest, just in case you're caught out. And then you just don't get a moment to truly notice that you've done something well. And by looking at that, that is one of the building blocks of building confidence because you're realising you set yourself a challenge and you achieve it. 
There you will be notching up the evidence in your mind about how capable you are. You could, if you haven't got a great memory, keep an evidence diary. So when you're feeling underconfident, you can always go back and have a quick read and go, oh yes, there is actually evidence here that I can do stuff, that things do go well and that I am deserving of confidence. On to the next tip. You probably heard this before, fake it until you make it. This is all about stepping out of the comfort zone, getting into it and just faking it until you feel confident in that zone. If you remember from earlier that other people believe what you tell them, they only they can only go by that. They're not going to start asking more questions to find out if what you've said is true or not. So if you say I'm not very good at it, they will hear that and they will believe that. They'll not going to go, oh, he's just being modest. So if you set yourself a challenge and think, what might a confident person do here? What would it be like if I were confident? Play the part, go through the motions. It might take a bit of acting. You'll start realising that you can do it. And even if you're the last person to believe it, whilst you're doing it, everybody else will be accepting it. Then something that's really, really important and a a big tip is minding your language, being aware of the words that you use. Notice how people you admire talk about their successes. Do they come across as arrogant? And that is something that you need to look at. What does arrogant mean? But what words do they use? It's really important to practice and use positive language to describe what you do. Because not only does it give the message to others that you're confident and that you can do stuff, but you're also programming yourself by using words. So saying things like, I'm trying to do this, or I'm trying to get better. You could say, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get better. It feels more confident already. And then you start programming yourself to believe that. I often hear people saying things like, does that make sense at the end of a lot of sentences? And not only are they coming across as a bit unsure of what they're saying, but you're also internally programming yourself to question your own statements and opinions. Another example is if somebody's asked a question their reflex reaction is, I don't know. And this happens in coaching. I'll ask somebody and they'll go, I don't know. And then I say, I ask another question and it's obvious they do know. They have a way of working things out. So catch yourself. If your reflex is, I don't know, that's what others hear. Try saying things like, let me find out or let me think about that. Or just pause And ask yourself, actually, how can I approach this? There might be something I do know here. Or it might be as simple as, yes, I do know the answer. It really can transform the way other people see you, the way you speak. And it can also transform the way you see yourself. And it can give you the confidence to take a moment before feeling you have to answer correctly immediately. That comes across as someone confident who has that gravitas to pause and think. 
And also it gives you a moment to feel that you don't have to people please by answering everything correctly. And finally, be patient. Driving yourself to do everything now and if you don't transform yourself into that confident person now that, oh, you failed at it, is not helpful. It can take a while to change. It can take a while for you to build. You might not just suddenly wake up confidently. You might have some building blocks that you put in place and each step moves you forward towards that confidence. What is true is that you must believe that you can be confident. You have to give yourself the permission. Stop believing you're not confident. Believe you are. Keep practising and you'll soon start noticing the difference. And really notice how this makes you feel, even if there's just moments where you feel confident. Take an internal photo of it. Think, how can I replicate this? And it really makes life and work a lot more pleasurable. Try it. I'd love to hear about your experiences and your thoughts around building your confidence or if you've got any other ideas of how to do so. Um, And if you'd like to know more about working with me as your coach, uh, get in touch. You can have a look at my website, katrinmacdonnell.co.uk or email me, katrinmac at gmail.com.